we wanted to be a hub for the wedding filmmaking community because ultimately if we can help elevate the wedding film industry, Maya redeems productions company benefits and so does Nick's and so does yours. And so like that was a selfishly, it's like if we can get people to stop charging, you know, 1500 bucks for a wedding, their seventh year into business because they're afraid to raise their price. Like that will help me help them help me, you know? And so it, it just all flowed together. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Show Love, episode 14. Uh, my name is Ben. I will be your host, and joining me from uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma, and Wichita, Kansas, respectively, we have uh, John Bunn and Nick Miller from the How to Film Weddings podcast. Boys, thanks for joining me. You bet, man. Excited yeah, to be here. you bet. Glad to be here. <laughs> wicked, wicked. Um, now, I mean, there'll be a lot of people on, the, on my podcast who know exactly who you boys are. Um, but I do have a lot of like photographers and stuff as part of my audience. So, um, I guess to start us off, do you want to give us a little bit, a little bit of a rundown on who you guys are individually as wedding videographers, um, how you met and then how the, how to film weddings podcast originated and what that's all about. Nick, you go first, man. I always go first. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. So, uh, like Ben said, my name is Nick Miller. Um, I am located in Wichita, Kansas. My uh, business is Wild Oak Films. Uh, we are a husband and wife team. My <coughs> wife, Jen, she shoots uh, every every wedding with me. Uh, I started in 2012 or so uh, doing wedding videos. And uh, my wife came on and joined me full time in about 2015. After that season, uh, we had our son in 2015. Then Starting that fall in, the, in 2016, she uh, joined me full time. And then I uh, quit my day job at the summer of 2017. So I've been doing wedding video full time since uh, 2017. Um, I don't know, a few, few years ago, I went to um, how John and I met. Uh, I'll, I'll jump into there. Um, I, I went to the Venture Workshop, and this was the very first one in uh, Colorado. And one of the things that I walked away from was that I needed to uh, really get into some education type stuff, and uh, you know, create a YouTube channel and, and kind of push that sort of material out uh, into the world. I was a youth pastor before I did this, so education and teaching was kind of a hole that was not being filled within me. And so I just uh, started creating some YouTube. YouTube content and uh, John messaged me out of the blue uh, telling me he needed a second shooter for this wedding in Oklahoma City which is about he's in Tulsa I'm in Wichita Oklahoma City's about you know two ish two and a half hours from both of us so uh, he was like hey come come shoot this wedding with me and he was kind of feeling me out to see if I was a cool guy or not and I, I guess I it's am true. enough anyway. Yeah, medium, medium cool. Yeah, <laughs> medium cool. He um, he saw this video that I made, uh, this YouTube video, and he had wanted to get into education type material, um, but he 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 said that he couldn't like get the feel of it. Like it just didn't feel right when he would watch it. And then he watched this video I made, and he was like, "Yes, that's it." So then he contacted me and I second shot for him. And um, that was kind of the start of how to film weddings. But I'll let John tell you a little bit about his business and then continue the story from there. Man, I was enjoying it and you're doing a great job. But uh, (laughs) I will jump in because I always do have thoughts, of course. But uh, my name is John Bunn and I am in Tulsa, Oklahoma. 
My company, Redeemed Productions, was started in 07. So 2007, most of your listeners might have been in diapers at that point because I'm old <laughs> and it's fine, but I've been shooting it's since like, they before. They were like 13. That's like yeah. 13 years ago, dude. That's like... Yeah. I know. I know. Um, I started when I was 22. So just so you know, I'm only 35 and Nick is older than me. But um, yeah, I mean, 07, before it was cool to shoot wedding films, before there were story-driven films, before Facebook business pages existed, before YouTube was <laughs> popping, like it was before everything. And so... Fast forward, you know, 500 weddings later, I am now um, charging in the the higher end in my portion of the country, was really good about like running my business and, and taking great care of clients and continually building my brain and raising my prices. And so, um, you know, 10, 10 years or so in, I started getting a lot of messages from different people asking me, how are you charging what you're charging? This is kind of crazy. Like, how are you doing this? I'm seeing your films. They're really great, but mine are just as good or close to it. Like, can you help me? And I started getting a bunch, a bunch, a bunch of questions. Yes, or better. Um, And people were just like, can you help me with my pricing pages? Can you help me with my how to charge more? Or like, can you look at this? And I kept telling these people these things and they would message me back and be like, oh my goodness, that like changed my business. I'm making $2,000 more a wedding. And this is crazy. And I just kind of gave them that motivation to kind of push themselves further to grow more, to be, you know, uncomfortable in charging more. And um, so people are asking me, like, do you have anything I can buy from you? Do you have any courses? Do you have any anything? And I didn't. And I just knew I really wanted to. But timing was weird. And so um, I just kept doing what I was doing well. And sooner or later was really ready to pull the trigger. And that's when Nick came into the picture and we started having conversations in 2018, started a YouTube channel, let that kind of go for a little while, just kind of making any kind of video to see if anybody would care what we have to say. And about October of 18, we decided, hey, let's uh, interview each other and maybe do a podcast. And so um, I Nick interviewed me on how to book big weddings, and we put that out in some video groups online. And within a few weeks, it was getting hundreds and then thousands and then tens of thousands of downloads. Um, we were starting to get all of the, you know, big names in the wedding video industry interested in being on. And like, man, in the mm-hmm. last year and seven, eight months, you know, um, life has changed a lot for us. It's been it's been crazy. Mm-hmm. And so we can get into that more. But I mean, I'm a very passionate, you know, uh, wedding filmmaker. I, I love my job. I love helping people. Um, my wife does not help me run the company with me. I shoot with other second shooters, um, other associates with me, and we've just continually built a video and photo brand over the last 13 years. Mm. Fantastic. Yeah, I mean, um, it's certainly been a huge, a huge year for you guys um, with the podcast and, and, with, and with the group and everything. Um, and it sounds like you've got a really good mix in terms of um, – wanting to lean into the educational side of things you know like nick with your like youth pastor side of things and then john you're obviously a bit more sort of like business minded and sort of that focus and stuff so um it definitely comes out in in the content but was there anything about sort of a podcast in particular that you felt was gonna stick or was it very much a case of just like putting a whole bunch of things out there and then that's what really landed well I, so whenever we started this, well, we started our YouTube channel was, you know, around the time whenever Craig Adams had kind of gone 
you know, he had had his channel and he kind of went away and then he kind of came back and then he went away again. You know, he was kind of in that phase. And so there weren't a lot of people that were making that specific kind of content. And so we were like, hey, let's 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 just try that. And after spending a lot of time and a lot of energy and at least my wife getting on to me because I was working on this how to film weddings thing instead of our own business, you know, um, we just decided, man, this. There, there's got to be something different. The YouTube video isn't, isn't seem to, to getting some traction. And um, we had talked about, you know, interviewing each other. And the first time we did it, we like tried to do it as like a YouTube video. And then we, after we were done recording, we're like, did we just did we is this a <laughs> podcast? Like, did, did we just do this? So then we kind of brainstormed and figure out, OK, how do we do this? And at the time, whenever we recorded that first episode, Wedding Film Academy was the only real um, like uh, wedding video specific podcast at the time. Uh, there were some other ones that were like, you know, kind of, you know, they record one and then like four months later they do a couple more, you know, like that kind of stuff. And so there wasn't anything consistent. And so we made that one. And then John and I just had this conversation of, OK, if we're going to do a podcast, we're going to do it. And, you know, we're committing to 50 episodes once a week, so a year worth of podcast. And Nick, we might not see any return from this. We might, we're probably not going to make any money. Um, no one is going to listen to like all, all of these things. But I think that that is what um, set us up to uh, to grow and like make something of it is because we were committed to doing it no matter if it was successful in the eyes of, you know, downloads or making money or anything like that. But, you know, just something that we wanted to do because we wanted to help and, you know, playing the long game of, hey, maybe down the road something could turn into this. But we committed to that at the very beginning to create something that would help the community. Fantastic. And, um, you know, from the especially in the sort of uh, the last, you know, eight months or so, there's definitely been a push from you guys around like, um, you know, the, monetiz the monetization side of things and like courses and um, building a sponsorship base and things like that. Was that um, always sort of in the back of your mind is like this is going to become like hopefully an extra sort of um, income for you guys, something sort of support the wedding film business? Heck yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, because the thing yeah. is like, so funny story, my younger brother runs a internet gaming company that uh, like they teach people how to play like tabletop games with each other. We're like, um, it's, it's really geeky. It's not all the way to Dungeons and Dragons, but it's close. And so like I always give them a hard time, um, but it's really cool. And I'm, I watched them build this audience. They have 50,000 YouTube subscribers and they just slowly and steadily put in this content again and again. And here I was making this, you know, making a wedding film, getting paid a lot, but then eating and I don't have anything left over. Like, oh, I've got to go film another wedding. Oh, I've got it. And mm -hmm. it was always kind of like, I can't ever get really out ahead of this. Mm -hmm. And it, so, you know, I had watched him and his company and now they have all these like tokens and products to go along with the content that they're helping. And, and he said something to me one time and he was just like, if you build a channel wide enough, whatever you put up, on one end of it, the other end, there's going to be money that comes out sooner or later. If you, mm -hmm. if you treat people well and you take care of them and like our goal wasn't, Hey, how can we make money doing this? But we thought if we were able to add value, 
then heck yes, people would pay money. And so, you know, things like on our, we have a digital template shop on our website and it's like 40 emails to run your wedding business. Like Nick and I spent hours and hours and Nick's wife on crafting emails, 40 emails to run your whole business. And you can buy them for 75 bucks on our site. And it's like $75 is a great exchange for the hundreds of hours that went into learning how to communicate and people buy those and they message us and they're like, wow, I made more money because this helped me prompt them to sell something. Or, and so our goal mm -hmm. has always been, how can we elevate the industry? And if we're provide, we want to provide free content, which is the majority, 95% of what we do, but we True. do also provide things that it's like that next level. If you want to pay for something that we've spent a ton of time and a lot of energy and, and the, the community's really accepted it. You know, we've had a few people that are like, oh, you're all about the money. But it's like when it comes down to it for us to put in the extra 40 hours a week a piece on this podcast, it's got to pay us money or it, sooner or later, it's just a hobby. And so we knew that if we could start generating some revenue from it, that it could potentially outpace our income from you know, if you build a wide enough channel, then, you know, you can put more things on the channel and more yeah. money comes out the other side. So, yeah, yeah, that was a million percent in the, you know, it, we thought, though, it'd be 24 months before we made a penny. And yeah, so, yeah, that's that's now, been that, that was a conversation a we, we definitely had where John was like, I'm, you know, he, he John is really, really great at like thinking two, three, <coughs> five years down the line. And so which isn't necessarily one of my really big strong suits. And so mm. he was committed from the beginning but like hey i'm in this for the long haul but just letting you know we're going to be working ourselves dog tired for maybe two years before we see anything you know from this and um thankfully you know that that scale got you know sped up a lot faster we signed our first sponsor you know six months after launching um but you know it's it's definitely been something where we want to give but you know we're spending a lot of time so you know mm. it's nice to yeah. be compensated for yeah. all this time and energy that we're putting into it Absolutely. I mean, it's certainly, it's it's certainly a relatable, um, uh, I guess, problem solving. You know that you guys are going through. You know, a lot of us with like wedding films, it is that like sort of gig based economy where it's like you do the job, you get paid, you got to find the next client, and like whilst that's good for a while, it's it is a bit sort of. <clears throat> Un unsettling to think okay what am i gonna you know be like when i'm like 50 doing this you know <laughs> like you know so um yeah it is um definitely you can see that it is like part of your guys content but it is in a really good way especially like some of those more bite-sized products because that mm. is definitely something that was there was like this gap between like there was like LUTs and stuff and then there was like massive courses you can buy and there was wasn't really anything in in between and like courses are great but at the same time having those little things to like get your email templates locked in and stuff was like is cool to just sort of like get people along the journey as well mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. um yeah that, that was really cool and um before we sort of dive in on your like community as a whole i'd mm -hmm. love to talk about your sort of i guess sort of closer network ring and how the podcast has affected that and specifically like your guests and using the podcast as a way to like interact with people in the industry and how that's affected you guys and your business and all that sort of yeah it, well I, I wasn't expecting it but like i don't really know what i was expecting but when you start interviewing some of these amazing filmmakers and you get an hour with them it's pretty much like nick and i for mm. a while there would have an hour 
kind of like mentor session with with mm-hmm. them. Not yeah. not necessarily like mm-hmm. where the student were coming to you because we knew what we were doing, but mm-hmm. we would pick up little things. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, when you can interview White and Reverie and Ray Roman and Matt Johnson in the same week and just get three hours of time, mm-hmm. you get to your wedding film that weekend and you're like, I think about myself differently now. I'm pumped up. And it was like, that's what we wanted to be with our podcast was like, what if we could make it feel like you were friends with that guests and it just felt comfortable and like we we Mm. pulled back the curtain of this like mystery and it's like we really had real talks and so i remember like two three four months into recording my or the podcast like being at wedding films and just being like i'm so much better at this now like i didn't even i wasn't even trying to get better and i'm incorporating these things and i've learned this lighting technique down to you know we had matt coza on early and he was like yeah i just tell the reception uh you know whoever's running the reception to turn the lights down during speeches and i've been doing weddings for 13 years and have never thought like i'm always like how do they get that like dark background and like perfectly lit speech and i was like Mm -hmm. oh yeah they just turn off the lights and the reception or just little things like that were just like are you kidding me how did i not know this and so it changed everything for me i mean nick was already pretty perfect at shooting weddings but for me as just a a, you know a decent videographer that is very humble you know (laughs) humble brags humble brags yes yeah 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 I, I, and, and for me, I would say, you know, one of the, the cool things about this is um, when in, in, in any field or that you get in, you know, we have our quote unquote celebrities that are in the field that are doing this. And I think with us connecting with so many people over the last hundred plus episodes is that we realize that everyone's just a person and they're just as just as normal as we are or as goofy or as awkward or you know whatever they're just normal people and and that's something that I think is is really refreshing and, and really cool that I'm just you know it's like you know maybe we're talking with Kaylin and Christine from White and Reverie but as we're interacting with them you know they're no different than me you know hitting up my friend Dave who lives in town and us going and getting coffee you know it's like it's the exact same type of feel and same um, type of thing as, as we talk with these people that think we think you know so highly of in our industry and we should think highly of them because of the work they're doing and how they're giving back and all that kind of stuff but they're just you know we're all just normal people just doing yeah, something just people yeah, yeah yeah for sure um cool man and and so I guess now to talk about the community that's built around um, your podcast and your content. Mm-hmm. Um, did you have any idea from the start of the potential numbers? Have the numbers surprised you? Um, you know, what's been that experience over the last year? Cause it's grown a lot. Yeah. So John, from the very beginning, John was very adamant about no Facebook group. He's like, we don't know. We're not going to do that. And I wasn't like, I wasn't like hard. Yes, we need to do this. We need to have one. But I was kind of like, well, are you sure? Like you're just saying blanket. No. And John, do you remember what it was that we we decided, man, we need a group. I can't I can't remember exactly what happened whenever whenever we did that. Do you? I just remember there being a few groups out there that I won't name that like I hated being a part of because they were so toxic and just like, oh, come on. Why do these? And I just didn't want to create that. And I didn't Mm -hmm. want to create the Facebook group until like if we would have tried from the very beginning to create the group, I feel like it would have come across as, oh, we're like trying to do a lot and whatever before building credibility. And so like without knowing how to process that or say that, that's what I was. That's why internally I was saying, no, I don't Mm -hmm. want to do a group because I just didn't want to be like 
all the other groups. And I didn't think we had enough credibility yet to like, why would anyone join our group? And so Mm -hmm. I wanted to get to a point where people were almost begging us to have a group before we started it. And I think we just kept holding off and holding off. And, um, it'd been like a year, like we, well, I, or like six months. it, it, It had been close. I think that we launched the podcast in October and I think that, there was some group that you had made a long time ago that had like 150 people in it that was basically yeah. dead. And so yeah. we just repurposed that one. Um, and I, I want to say it was probably, we, we launched in October, the podcast, and I think it was maybe April, March, April, yeah. somewhere in there the next year. So close to six months. And I think and it was, we some, were just tired of spamming other groups with our yeah, info and our yeah, pod. That, like that might have been or, <laughs> or we had, you know, decided that we were going to start selling templates and we wanted a place to talk. It, it, some, something, there, there was some, some catalyst for it. And yeah. we're like, okay, mm. let's do that. And from the very yeah. beginning, we were very purposeful and we're like, we, we want to be different. This isn't going to be a group where you can just share your wedding video when you finish it. Um, sorry if you're listening to this, if you've ever shared your video, it probably got deleted unless it was in the right thread. You know, we positivity has been something that we have, you know, looked for and, you know, we, we appreciate it whenever our, you know, other, other people of our community, like get onto that. And, and when someone's being negative, there's like other people in the group that are like, Hey, like, Quit being negative. Quit being that way, you know, and, and positivity and elevating the industry and elevating, you know, um, wedding filmmakers has been the, the big priority for us in this group, I think, has played an integral part in doing that. I was going to say to talk about the numbers that you were saying, like mm. for us, number, I'm a numbers guy and I love numbers, but I don't love them for the sake of numbers. Like I'd rather have 400 people in the group that like were committed and like wanted to get better than like 4 million people in the group. And so for us, it was like, we, I, I just was, I didn't know what to expect. And I remember a few mm. months in like one day it's like, so-and-so wants to join your group. So-and-so wants to, and I was like, what is happening? And there was like 200 people in one day. And I was like, something is going on. And it turns out our friend, Matt Johnson had mentioned our group in one of his Facebook or in one of his YouTube videos. And it was like, if you're, if you need to, you know, want to join a group, join this group. And then it just went from like 400 to 1500 people in like a, a day. And then it just took off and it was like, oh my goodness. Then it went from like 1500 to 2,500 and we're just like, oh my goodness, like this is crazy. And, Mm -hmm. you know, now it's over 6,000 people in that group and we're, you know, constantly still just baffled at like how big of a number that really is and how many people that represents. And then Mm -hmm. also just the attitude and positivity in that group. Yeah. You get some trolls every now and then, but like they don't last long in the group. They, Mm -hmm. and so it, it has been mind blowing the whole thing for me, the whole podcast and everything. Like I start talking about what's happened in the last 24 months. And I'm just like, how is this real life? Like, how are we getting paid to do this and getting paid at the scale? We're Mm -hmm. getting paid to do this. And like, you know, we've launched our course now. We've got, it's like never, we we're not even to 24 months yet. And it's like beyond Mm -hmm. our wildest dreams. And so, and I think that all goes back to setting those expectations early, knowing what kind of community we wanted to build and sticking true, staying true to that from the beginning. Yeah. And I, cause I, I, I definitely want to dive in on the sort of the curation of the group and the kind of like values and, and structure you put into the group. Cause I think it's, that's been one of the big successes of, of it, but what about a sort of Facebook or similar specific group is, you know, important or does something different to say just like the comment thread on a YouTube video or, you know, or something like that. Like what's, what about a group adds some extra layer of value? 
I I think that um, where at least our I I will say for me I pretty much only use Facebook now for this how to film weddings group. I mean, a majority of, of the time that I spend is, is, is in that group and um, yeah, interacting with people, um, you know, that you can actually kind of, you know, get to know and talk to. And, you know, we've um, one of the things that I really appreciate, you know, we have a group of about six admins or so that, you know, we, we're in a chat thread and we're talking all the time and and, you know, we're we're encouraging each other and helping each other in our businesses is while, you know, we're doing you know, we're doing this group. Um, of course, that. That doesn't really answer your question there, but I, I think that that for us to uh, be real interacting people and trying to be um, not just, you know, what our, our, our photo says next to our name on Facebook and, you know, trying to um, show our hearts behind everything that we do um, has, has been really beneficial. And, and I think that... Um, for the most part, people know and understand, you know, where it is we're coming from whenever we say things because, you know, for so long, you know, we've been saying them on our podcast. And so, um, man, I'm not <coughs> sure I'm answering this question right. I can jump into your, what you're saying. Yes, is correct, please do. For sure. I think it's like the heartbeat of our community. And as it sits right now, Facebook groups is the best part about Facebook. And, you know, we mm-hmm. started our group in time. I feel like there's a group for every little niche of every little thing now. And like you're getting added to groups of people selling oils or you can and it's like, stop. But like the point for us, like the, the features that it allows, I mean, to be able to go live inside of the group, interacting with people mm-hmm. and it stays in the group group and it's private and you can set rules and you can, you know, see the statistics of who's interacting and, you know, and from a business standpoint, the Facebook group is, is great for feedback and polls and, and seeing who's interested in knowing Mm -hmm. our demographics and all of that stuff. So all the analytics that we can get from it, but yes, Mm -hmm. we wanted to be a hub for the wedding filmmaking community. And so, you know, where you go to the water cooler between your editing breaks to like, just see what's going on or to kind of catch up with what's new. And, you know, that's kind of, and we wanted to curate that because there's a lot of people with no credibility releasing products and courses and LUTs and things just because they're trying to make money and like, oh, I can make a course and I can sell a lot of, and I'll make money. And that's their heart is like the money. And um, for us, it was like, we want to showcase other people that we've vetted and we know that they're like, they're a legit business that could really help other people. And so we curate that. So people can't just be like, check out my new YouTube video review of this camera or microphone. Cause we don't know who they are. They haven't built a name. They haven't done anything to establish credibility. So we wanted to be a credible place for people to go and learn and grow and help each mm-hmm. other and then connect some of the people that have been doing it for a long time with some of the people that haven't been doing it a long time and help each other. Because ultimately, if we can help elevate the wedding film industry, Maya Redeemed Productions company benefits and so does Nick's and so does yours. And so like Mm -hmm. that was uh, selfishly, it's like if we can get people to stop charging, you know, 1500 bucks for a wedding, their seventh year into business because they're afraid to raise their price, like that will help me help them help me, you know? And so it, mm-hmm. it just yeah. all flowed it, it, together. It all, it all comes around. Yeah. Yeah. And right. so that group, yeah. Facebook group just made it where we could, it's the easiest place for us to connect on a personal level with so many people all at once. You can't do it on Instagram messages yet. You can't do it. And so if there were a better platform, we would, we're not like loyal to just Facebook or something, but that's yeah, been a yeah. great, like everything kind of feeds mm-hmm. into the Facebook group. Yeah. And cause going back to what you're saying around like the water, 
cooler. Like the thing I found with um, Facebook groups that I've always gravitated to is they kind of fill that void of people like us who like work from home, work alone, and to get that mm-hmm. kind of like office environment of just like talking shop and bouncing ideas around. Yep. And um, I was always frustrated with some of those larger like wedding video Facebook groups because there was no actual discussions going on. Yeah. And like I'm part of a couple of really great sort of like predominantly photo groups here in New Zealand, which are fantastic and have got great communities and great conversations, but I was really craving that kind of like wedding film specific yeah. um, groups to like dive in on conversations around that. So that's been, you know, one of the things I've really loved um, about your group. Um, and I think a lot of it comes down to your curation and your control of it so that it doesn't become one of those, you know, other, because there's plenty of those like yeah, it's huge a lot of work. wedding video for, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. It's and, a ton absolutely. of work. So do you want to, do you want to go into a little bit around, um, what work does go into that and, and how you guys have sort of like built and structured the, you know, um, how you run your group. Yeah. yeah it took a yeah. lot more so, at the first, right, Nick? I mean, yeah, yeah, it really did at the beginning. And we wanted, we had lots of conversations with, you know, the people, of course it was just me and John for probably until like what, 2000 members, you know, just kind of, we kind of had these yeah. ideas, maybe it was a thousand, you know, um, you know, just, okay, we don't want everyone to share their wedding videos. You know, that was a big thing. You know, we don't want um, a bunch of, Hey, I'm selling this or like, like those kind of posts. So we were trying to establish, you know, what, what makes this group a little bit different? What makes this group stand apart from other groups uh, that were around? And, um, you know, the, the old idea of, you know, some of these, you know, really big Facebook groups is kind of like the wild, wild west where anything says and anything goes. And so at the very beginning, we were we were purposeful in the types of content that we were were allowing, the types of stuff that we wanted. And then after uh, a while of being very consistent about that, then it was just like it continued to happen without us being so hands on because it was like the people that were involved knew about it. You know, like the like we, you know, have our rule that you post, you know, new wedding videos on our Thursday thread. And, you know, now it's the only people that are posting wedding videos, you know, whenever they finish one are people that have been in our group for like three days, you know, and they just don't Mm -hmm. they just don't know they haven't been a part of it. And like we don't we don't get that kind of stuff. And um, I think it's really just just neat to see that John and I, you know, we're it's not that we're not involved with the group now, but we're definitely not as hands on today that we were, you know, six, eight, 10 months ago, because the group has kind of turned into its own thing where we're just, you know, there, we're observing it, we'll comment when we need to, you know, we'll make statements or, you know, chime in, have some fun every now and then, but it doesn't, we've cultivated such a, a, a good thing that it doesn't need us to, you know, be so hands-on all the time. Do you feel like you've built the group to a place that you're, I guess, kind of like happy with now? Do you have any kind of like places you want to take it in the future? For me, it's always just been like, I'm great for it to keep growing. I mean, we're adding hundreds of new people every month, um, which is great as the numbers guy. I love to see healthy growth. I mean, but honestly, for me, like, I'm not like, oh, we need to get to the biggest group on the planet or it's, it's more about the quality and the purity of it than Mm -hmm. it is about the quantity. Um, I know that 
I want to be like, I've heard this said before, but like be the miracle for somebody that you wanted, you know, like that you wanted to have whenever you were in that position. And it's like, I wish that there was something like this whenever mm-hmm. I was starting. And it's like, I can't imagine deciding to start filming weddings like today and just searching like on the on Facebook, like how to film a wedding and like we pop up and it's like, wow, this group is really helpful and wow. Or, you know, on YouTube typing in how to film a wedding and it, but it ain't, it's like all this content. It's like, mm. I can't imagine having that. And so um, mm. for me, I just knew that with the 500 plus weddings that I've done and the several hundred that Nick has done, it's like, if we can help other people, there's value in that number one. And that would give us like some type of extra potential income. But like more, more importantly, it's like, we just wanted to be that miracle for somebody, you know, that didn't have that when they, you know, like when they're starting out. So, yeah. And, um, do you, has there anything sort of cropped up that, um, hang on, Siri, I don't, I don't, I don't want you, Siri, go away. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, has there been anything in the group that's popped up that's really surprised you guys and because it's you kind of like grown this sort of quite organic thing like you said you sort of mm-hmm. step back now and it's kind of the wheels are sort of t- turning um and you sort of set, set it off to go has there been anything that's come out of it that's really surprised you and gone i couldn't have even imagined of that that happening do you have something, John? Uh, no, not really. <laughs> I no, mean, no. Well, I, I, I think, I think the thing that um, is that I really appreciate that has come from it is I think that whenever you, uh, most people, whenever you set a precedence and you're consistent with that, the people eventually kind of know and get it and understand it. And you know, like I was saying, how John and I have kind of been able to take a little bit of a step back in the Facebook group and not be as hands-on, but it still continues to run and people are still commenting and answering questions and being helpful and positive. And, you know, we wanted to, um, you know, we would see comments, someone that's been in the business for six months would ask a very, very basic question in other groups. And people would tear them apart and make them feel insignificant and small and awful. And we wanted to, another thing, we wanted to create a space where it doesn't matter where you are on this wedding video journey, you, if you need answers, we want to be the place where you can go to ask them. And so even to this day, when you have someone that's new, that is just trying to get their feet wet, um, you know, the people are very um, positive and open to responding to them rather than just ripping them from the get go. And anytime, you know, now, and it still happens, a newer person asks a question, there's that one person that makes some really, you know, nasty comment. And then we just, you know, delete it and we message them and we're like, Hey, you know, this isn't what we're trying. Oh, I'm so sorry. I was just, you know, joking around and being silly. And to them, they really were, but you have to look at it, you know, from the other side. And so, you know, we're able to, you know, create this thing. And, and then we don't usually get comments like that from those people, you know, from then on, because we take the time and say, Hey, this is what we're trying to build. And they understand that they know that. So I think just the openness and acceptedness um, acceptedness, being accepting of people that are, you know, just starting the wedding video journey, um, has, has been a very positive thing outcome from this group. Yeah, absolutely. And because like, I I think a lot of people, um, join all these like, you know, um, Facebook groups as a way to just like, I finish a film, I post it, like Mm -hmm. just try and Mm -hmm. like put my work in front of people. Um, sort of, I guess, sort of talking to like those people 
engaging in a group like this with other pe- 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 people's work, having constructive conversations, how does that help people grow as wedding videographers beyond just like, here's my work, tell me how great it, it is? Yeah, I think we're in a very transactional time in the history of the world where it's, you know, microwave, quick, easy, you know, like everything is, I post something now I get likes. I want, I need that like adrenaline rush of the, the constant approval from others. And, and, you know, I think that, and especially, you know, some filmmakers out there, it's like, they're really just trying to get views and get famous in the industry or whatever, and just want to Mm -hmm. show off their stuff, but they don't take the time to like build any credibility before they just kind of, it's like, I don't want to watch your wedding film, even if it's the best wedding film. Because like I make wedding films all the time, hmm. and so like there's a diff- there's a difference between that and if like Nick sent me one of Ben's films and was just like, hey, you got to check this out. That's different, and that is a natural slow progression. There's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with putting your work in places so people can see it or you can get critique or things like that. But a lot of people, you know, in our group especially, would be like, check out my behind the scenes video at a at a wedding, and it's like we don't know who you are. You didn't ask us if it was cool if you posted. It just feels like you're trying to use the group we built to build your brand no thanks you know and it's like if you would just send us a message or would you you know you would just start interacting so we'd know who you are and just romance the girl just a little bit you know don't try to get a kiss on the first date or whatever it is you know it's like take your time and like really get to know the heartbeat of whatever group you're you're gonna post in or whatever and so I just think a lot of people are, are very instant gratification I need this right now I want to show here's my stuff I want you to watch it they don't want to watch anyone else's stuff there's no like give and take it's just all mm-hmm. take and so a little mm-hmm. bit more give would be like my advice and, to somebody like that yeah and I and I think too I think it's very natural um, whenever you're first starting out or probably into the first three or four years, you want everyone to like you and you want everyone to appreciate your stuff. And we care a whole lot about what other people in our industry think about our work. And, you know, now seven years in, eight years in and John, you know, 13 years in like, do I like it if John thinks my video is awesome? Sure. Yeah. It makes me feel good. But do I care? I mean, not really, you know, it's the, the work that I am doing is not for him. The work that I'm doing ultimately is for the couples that I am making it for. And I, if they love it and they appreciate it, like that's really all that matters. And I think that once you can kind of get over that hurdle in your business that, oh, I'm not creating this art for other videographers. I'm creating this for my couples. Like that's a huge hurdle. And once you realize that, then I think you can actually really get better and get more purposeful in your craft because you're like, okay, what, what is, what's going to last with my couple? Like what, what, what are they going to appreciate? What are they going to like? And then you can go in and say, here's this video that I finished. Um, like in our critique thread, here's this video that I finished the couple of it. What do you think? How can I get better? And not posting it from a, hey, I finished this, this is awesome. When, you know, you can be proud of it, yes. Mm-hmm. But for the eyes of how can I get better? And, you know, someone you watches your film and critiques it, and then we ask you to watch someone else's and critique theirs. So it's, you know, a very, very cyclical, you know, uh, you're asking for something, but you're giving something also. Um, and, and I think that that makes us all um, better um, you know, storytellers and filmmakers and, and all of that whenever we um, ask for things, but we also give back. 
Yeah, absolutely. And I, I, because I think a lot of people um, if are, yeah, like you're saying, want that instant gratification. Like it's easy for them to like put their work out there and let's say like, tell me how great it is. Um, but sort of the idea of like giving advice and sharing their secrets, I think a lot of people get guarded around. Mm-hmm. And I think the one of the the great things you guys have done by like enforcing those things like if you post your film make sure you critique someone else's like make sure you add value is that it's training people to go it's okay to put my secrets out there it's okay to like share my Mm -hmm. knowledge because it all comes back and it all gets put into the pot and and mixed around yeah i think for me it's always been very funny to me i've never like i mean i live in a town of a million people and there's you know maybe eight or ten filmmakers that are solid in my city And it's like, if each of us had 25 weddings, I mean, that's still only a few hundred weddings. And in my community, there's over 10,000 weddings a year. It's like, how? there's gotta be, there had to be like a thousand wedding filmmakers for me to be like concerned. And yes, somebody Mm -hmm. might get a booking that, but like, I'm honestly like happy if somebody else in my community gets booked like in my home city, like over me, if like a couple likes them better and jives well better with them, like after a few years of doing this, you get more confident in yourself and like what you offer. And if somebody doesn't like that, it doesn't hurt your feelings if you're just like, yeah, we're not the best fit. And so it always baffles me when people are like trying to hold on to their secrets when it comes to the way they do what they do in the industry is if someone's going to rip them off and then all of a sudden like Mm -hmm. they're going to go out of business or something. And it just usually comes down to insecurity um, Mm -hmm. is what I've seen. And so we just wanted to blow right through that in our podcast and just, you know, before talking to certain guests, we're like, hey, we're going to ask you how much you charge. We're going to ask you, you know, how long you've been doing this. Like we have a kind of a list of questions like are you comfortable like is there anything you're not comfortable talking about Mm -hmm. and some people are more reserved about some things but for the most part people are willing to communicate how much they're they're making you know like all that kind of stuff because it it does help somebody that is newer that says oh wow john's charging you know fifteen thousand dollars for a wedding film i'm never gonna get there and it's like yeah but that was my ninth year whenever i first did that and so whenever i was mm-hmm. in my second year and just so just giving people this mm-hmm. context and making it comfortable for people to talk about things they never talked about i think especially at the beginning was the most attractive part about what we did is we wanted to set it up you know like a talk show that you're just hanging out with friends as opposed to like this we're better than you we're going to teach you on our podcast it was like we would include questions from the audience and we would you know make it more about everybody's giving and throwing in value and then you can pull value out but if we all get better you know we're all going to win that's all absolutely yeah no I, I, that's something that i i keep like chiming on with with what i do is just like put your secrets out there because it's like it's better that you you like just put everything out there and it mulls around and then you'll get stuff back. Like it's, mm-hmm. yeah, it's yeah. a much better way of doing things. Um, I guess to finish us off, um, you know, you, you guys have just hit a pretty huge milestone of triple digits in your podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, where, where, where to now? Where's, where's your content growing? Where are you growing how you know how to film weddings what does the next year look like f- for you um are you are you going to keep on that sort of exploding growth tra- trajectory are you going to start to sort of cool the cool the boiler down a bit what what's what sort of the plan go- going forward 
Do you want me to talk, Nick? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Why she talk? So for us, like we were pushing, you know, we, we launched a course, the complete wedding videographer, um, in February and it did really well. And, um, we had it open for a, a week and we're planning on launching it again sometime this year. Um, and so like, we really want to dive into deeper content with people. Um, that is a paid course, um, you know, and it's expensive for a reason because it's everything that we know about, you know, it's complete wedding videography course. I mean, it's everything. And so like, we really wanted to dive into like deeper education or personal education, hands-on type things. Um, our podcast, we're going to continue to do and like we were doing Mondays and Thursdays. We've cooled that down a little bit to just Mondays. Um, you know, if we can produce somewhere between 50 and 70 episodes a year, that's kind of like our happy spot of like, that's 50 to 70 free hours of content, plus all of the free content that's within our Facebook group. And we're creating more products, more digital templates, more things for people to help them in their business. Um, so it's kind of doing what we're doing, but still that slow and steady build. We didn't know that we would just zo like, you know, zoom, zoom yeah. at, at any time. And we weren't like in a hurry to do that. And so for us, we just keep seeing the numbers tick up every single month. Just And so um, even if they plateaued or whatever, like that's, that's fine. But like for us, we want to continue offering valuable content. We don't do the podcast just to make money or like if it wasn't any fun, we would stop doing it. And so like we're continually trying to figure out what's like the most fun mm -hmm. for us to talk about and how to revisit subjects, you know. And so with 100 episodes, you've talked about a lot of things, but there's still just a lot more to talk about and helping people and growing and, and what's changing and trending each year. And, and so the podcast isn't going anywhere. It's continuing to zoom zoom it's going great um, more paid uh, content like for digital templates things like that we'll re-release our course hopefully before the end of this year again and just like really start like add more people into that group um, what else am i missing nick one one of the other things that we're um, yeah i think we're being purposeful in um going back to once a week for our podcast whenever we were in course launch mode we were um we I mean, we were selling something, but John and I felt like we were being very, very salesy because from, um, I think, you know, beginning of probably December through, you know, launch in February, I mean, over that, you know, 14 week period, we had like 25 episodes, you know, some, some, some crazy number like that. And, you know, so we, we definitely wanted to tone that down and, you know, go get back to, you know, just, just giving to people uh, without asking for, especially a big buy, which was our course, which um, has helped so many people uh, that purchased that. But one of the other things that we really do want to dive into more in the future, continue the podcast, but really take more of a deeper dive into YouTube content creation, um, you know, uh, videos on gear reviews and, you know, little tips and tricks and, you know, how I set up my reception lighting, you know, stuff like that. Um, the, that that's something that we're, we're really, uh, we're kind of fine tuning now and we're kind of getting a plan because like the podcast, we don't want to, you know, just do, you know, a couple episodes here and there and then never again, you know, we want to say, okay, we're going to commit to doing this for, you know, weekly for, you know, three months and then seeing, and then reevaluating after that. So that's kind of what we're, we're gearing up for kind of the future as a part of like the free sort of content. Yeah. Fantastic. So sounds exciting. Um, I guess that's going to sort of wrap us up in terms of the show. Um, thank you so, so much for your time and coming on and having a chat. 
it's been really yeah. nice to talk with you guys after seeing your you know your face and hearing your voices for you know <laughs> over a, a year now um yeah no i i guess um thank you so much for building that facebook community um around your your content because it has been a really good place uh, something that i was craving in terms of a place to have really good solid proper conversations um about problems i was trying to work out within my work so yeah thank yeah, well, you you're, you're quite welcome and if yeah, anybody wants to yeah. join that hasn't heard of it we're just mm. how to film weddings so it's pretty easy yeah. search us anywhere yeah. and you can find the group how to film weddings or all the stuff on our website so yeah yeah seriously yeah. cool all to get asked on other that. yeah well that's awesome and it's just you know thank you for doing this and creating mm. your podcast and like we've we've really yeah. tried to tell people if they do want to create content to please do it or reach out to us to you know like we're not afraid to share our secrets when it comes to, to that kind of stuff as well so definitely a pleasure mm -hmm. I appreciate getting to meet you and I know Nick and I are big fans of you so appreciate you having us on yeah, cool awesome guys wicked alright well that's going to do us and um, yeah we'll see you guys next time peace see you.